Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark, and it's Friend Friday on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Now, we have a new book coming out next week on May 1st. It's called Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Empowered Woman. And I am really excited today to give you a sneak preview of it with one of our story writers, Myrna Valerio, who was just announced as a National Geographic Adventurer of the Year. And she is breaking stereotypes of what a runner looks like. She's a native of Brooklyn, New York. She's a Spanish teacher, a diversity practitioner, a cross-country coach, an ultra runner, an OCR enthusiast, and a blogger. And you can read her writing on her blog, Fat Girl Running. You can read her in Women's Running Magazine. Her story was featured in the Wall Street Journal and Runner's World and NBC Nightly News. She's an ambassador for Merrill, an ambassador for Skirt Sports, an athlete for Swiftwick. She's married, she has a son, and she is always out in nature, frequently running trails in the North Georgia mountains. So, Myrna, welcome so much to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Well, thank you for having me on your show. Well, I really admire you. I first learned about you when I think, I think that your uh, memoir was on Kindle. Did I get it? Like, uh, yes. So it was like the, you can get one book free if you're a Prime member. Is that how I found it? Probably. Or you might have, you might have seen uh, a documentary about me via REI. Um, they came out around the same time. So it could be one of the two. Yeah. So I was really excited. I read your entire book. I loved it. And then I remember tweeting at you saying, you've got to do something with chicken soup for the soul. And so then when we were putting the empowered woman together, I got a story from you and it's not about running, but let's start with the story you wrote for the empowered woman. And then we'll get back to running because I think the story you wrote for empowered woman really tells people a little bit about who Myrna is and why you're called the Myrna Vader. <laughs> Well, the, the story that I wrote for The Empowered Woman is one that has been sitting and kind of brewing in my brain for a long time because it's about me, obviously, and it's a story that kind of tells you who I am at my core. Um, I love trying new things. I love the I love being curious and expressing my curiosity by just going at things. Even if I know that I'm not going to be successful at something, I'd like to try anyway. And so there's two little vignettes in that story about how I wanted to try something really hard and I wanted to take a test for something and pass out of it or, or to write something for uh, a journal or something like that, and people thought that I wouldn't be able to do it, not knowing really who I was. And so, uh, you know, I always set out to do things and 
um, and accomplish not only the goal that I set for myself, but to um, to prove to myself that it is worth trying even if I don't achieve that goal. Do you know what I'm saying? You grew up in Brooklyn. You yes. got into a prep school in the New York area. And so that was already you basically stepping outside your comfort zone and going to this prep school. And that, I think, is where you started to learn to run. But you were very strong academically, and you got into Oberlin, which is a very fine college. Yes. And then you wanted to, I guess, be excused from a freshman requirement, something like that. And you were yes. told, no, no way. Nobody ever passes that. And right. You said, well, no one, just let me try. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 but, you know, it's, again, it's, um, it's always, this particular requirement was a music history course. And I had already taken a college level music history course and I'd already been at Juilliard pre-college in New York City. And so I, I knew that I didn't really need to do this particular course. And so I was going to take the test and somebody who didn't know who I was and who didn't know my background, who didn't know the level of knowledge that I had, just assumed that because I was a singer and singers have this reputation of not being very smart, I was also a soprano, <laughs> you know, I was expected not to be able to do this. And, but I knew going in that I would be able to pass the test. And even if I didn't, I wanted to try anyway. So <laughs> that's where that story comes from. Yeah. And then it, you concluded your story by saying the next thing that happened was you wanted <laughs> to get out of the writing requirement, the freshman writing requirement. And they told you, don't even try to get out of that. And of course, no one ever passes the test. And of course, we know that you did that too. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, we know you are one determined woman. And you've also been really defying stereotypes in the running world. Everybody should watch that documentary that REI has. You could just put in like Myrna Valerio REI and you'll find it on YouTube. It's, it's really a wonderful thing. And I also really loved your memoir, A Beautiful Work in Progress, which Thank you. I guess it was one of those free monthly books mm -hmm. from Kindle. And um, I guess if you're in the Kindle Lending Library, you can get it now probably, and it's worth buying it. It was really, really good. So you know what? Before we talk about the running, mm -hmm. let's talk about that Amazon thing, because we have a lot of writers who listen. And I would love to know, how did that come about that you wrote that memoir and then Kindle picked it up? So I'm a blogger, as you said. Um, I actually don't blog that much anymore because I have so many other platforms for writing that I that I use now. But um, I was blogging uh, about my adventures in running, about my experience as a larger runner in you know, in a, in a field of athletes who are not large. <laughs> and so um, I did that for a couple of years. And starting in 2011 with my with my training for my first marathon, which was a Marine Corps marathon. And in 2015, in early 2015, I was contacted by the Wall Street Journal by Rachel Bachman, who is one of their health and, health and uh, wellness reporters. And she wanted to interview me about um, she said she had been reading my blog and she had enjoyed it and, and she wanted to interview me about being um, the kind of athlete that I was um, and not losing weight and whether or not it's worth working out if you um, 
if you're not losing weight. And so that turned into uh, an article that, um, and I got a lot of media attention after that. And so and it became a year of like a roller coaster of, of media attention, publicity, and, and me getting to do really, really amazing, crazy things in the running world and also in the writing world. And so eventually I got contacted by two literary agents um, who asked me if I, was, if I was wanting to write a book. And I said, absolutely. I've always been wanting to write a book. I've always been a writer. And so that's how that came about. That was in 2015 when I signed with my agent, uh, with my literary agent. And then we began the process of writing a proposal. And they sold the book to uh, Grand Harbor Press, which is owned by Amazon. And so, yeah, I got a book offer, a, a book deal. And then I, you know, wrote my book in four and a half months, <laughs> and uh, and then we began the process of editing and um, and doing all the publicity for the book, and so it was released in October, and so because. Um, my publisher is owned by Amazon. I get all of the cool, the cool Kindle publicity and and all those things. So that's how that happened. And it's you know it's doing pretty well. I I still can't believe that people are still buying it, <laughs> and that that they're interested in reading my story and interested in uh, being a part of of this journey that I have. Well, we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk some more about the book and we're going to talk more about the incredible running career that you have and how inspirational it is. So we are back with Myrna Valerio and we're talking about her memoir, A Beautiful Work in Progress, which I found so interesting and so inspirational and I learned about what it's like to come from, you know, a New York neighborhood, go to a prep school, fit in, how you did that. And all you do, Myrna, is you just keep breaking those walls that are put up by stereotypes. Of course, I discovered you through a beautiful work in progress, your memoir. What other benefits came to you from having written that book? Oh, wow. I have, (laughs) I'm actually booked through January with speaking engagements, with um, lots and lots of athletic events, races, uh, speaking at races. Um, I just finished doing um, a three and a half day photo and video shoot with um, one of my, one of the companies that, um, that sponsors me for a lot of different really, really cool things. And that's Merrill. And, uh, you know, so I get to go do really, really cool things like that. I, I have photo shoots. I have video shoots. I've been on TV. I've, um, CNN was just here a couple of weeks ago. Uh, USA Today was here a couple of weeks ago. So, um, so I continue to be on this really cool ride of, of, of things where I get to t- tell my story. I get to sort of represent a whole cadre of athletes, a whole community of people who have who have typically and traditionally been ignored by the fitness industry. And so, you know, we are a great force. We have lots of money. We want to spend it. We are, we want to be fit. We, most of us, or some of us are already fit and we just do athletics because we want to and because it's a really important part of our life. So, um, so I get to represent all of those people and I, and, 
and in that I get to remain who I am. I don't have to change anything about myself. I, you know, I love running. I love being athletic. Um, I also love being on stage. I am a performing artist. <laughs> and so I, I feel like all of my, all of my different, different worlds are converging. In case people don't know, you are black and you are a large girl. And so you always make the point, I'm not skinny and I'm not white, and therefore people don't expect me to be the unbelievable runner that I am, right? Because you run yeah, 50 yeah. kilometers, no problem. You, you do all of the, these ultra marathon kind of runs, and it's incredibly impressive. And people, I guess they just don't expect it of you, and you are constantly surprising them. Right, you know, because people take one look at you and they have a certain set of assumptions about what you can do. Just like in the story that I wrote for The Empowered Woman, they, they look at you and they already have a story about you, uh, about what you can do, what you can't do, where you belong, where you don't belong, uh, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. And, and I don't go out with the intention to defy stereotypes. I go out with the intention of being myself 100% of the time. And for a lot of people... That is, it's, it's surprising to them that I can do that and I do it with confidence and enthusiasm. So let me ask you about your students because you teach Spanish. What age students do you teach and how does your outside of the classroom career affect how your students interact with you? Uh, my students are wonderful. I teach high school. Uh, and in fact, I'm in the middle of a big office, <laughs> a big uh, room where they're all preparing to do their college applications. And, and so that's <laughs> really cool. I love my students and, and I really feel a lot of love coming back at me from them. They um, sometimes, because they're teenagers, sometimes they are very sort of blasé and, 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 and oh, well, you know, there's Miss Valerio again. Oh, where are you going now? Are you going to be on TV again? And then sometimes, sometimes they are just so, just they're they're wonderful all the time, but um, you know they're they're really supportive and uh, you know and they're really um, just so tickled that I get to do all this stuff and um, you know it's I always apologize when I come back from a trip I say I'm really sorry that I've been gone I, you know I had to do this and and they constantly say to me Miss Valerio you are out there living your best life and we'd love to see that and that. If that is not the essence of my students, I don't know what is. Well, that sounds really great. And I'm so happy to have you in Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Empowered Woman, because you are the, the epitome of the empowered woman who embraces her body type, uses her body to its max, enjoys life to the max. You've really got it all going. And it was really wonderful to have you in the book. We're going to be doing a book about running uh, next year. Uh, with Dean Yay. Carnassus, and maybe you'll write a story and join me and Dean and be in that book. Yeah, I'd love to. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And everybody, thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Now, you can go to our website, chickensoup.com, to learn more about the book that Myrna's story appeared in, and that's Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Empowered Woman. You can learn more about Myrna well, on her Twitter, and she is at the Mernavator. That's M-I-R-N-A-V-A-T-O-R. I love that, the Mernavator. You can see Instagram photos and videos from Myrna at the Mernavator. And there's also a Facebook, which is the Mernavator. Um, and what's the name of your blog? It's called Fat Girl Running. Fat Girl Running. 
And also go and watch on YouTube this REI film, um, which I guess is called The Mernovator. Come back. REI presents The Mernovator. REI presents The Mernovator. All right. And come back for our next episode for another peek into the Empowered Woman book. I'm going to share a couple of stories from women who spoke up for their rights and made a difference for themselves and for other women. Myrna, thanks so much for joining us today. 